Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to IndyCar Weekly. This is IndyStar Motorsports Insider Jim Aiello, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, IndyCar driver, Connor Daly. Just coming off uh, kind of a surprise drive, but a an 11th place finish with Carlin, yes. Carlin Racing at Texas Motor Speedway. We'll take it. Yeah, it was a good result. <laughs> you seem pretty happy about it. Uh, the team seemed pretty happy about it, so we'll talk a lot about that. We'll talk about your adventures getting home, because that sounded kind of fun. And... Uh, I know most of the Twitter questions, I feel like, are a lot of the ones I saw were about your future in IndyCar, so we'll get into that. Uh, a few more highlights of Texas, and then we'll go into Road America, and then maybe if we have a little time, we can talk uh, NASCAR IndyCar doubleheaders, because people... I've heard a lot about that lately, yeah. Yeah. So Someone we... even texted me last night about that, Yeah. oddly enough, and There's... I was like, well, I, I didn't know anything about it, but I'm, I'm interested to hear. Yeah, Texas, Texas, Eddie Gossage is super interested in doing hosting it, so um, we'll see. Mark Miles kind of rained on that parade recently, but we'll get into it and see what you think. So, uh, so let's rewind. Let's go back to Texas. Let's talk about your drive. Like I said, um, when I talked to you at the end of the race, there were about 18 different crewmen, I think, and Charlie Kimball that all walked up to you and were congratulating you on a good day. It seemed like everyone was pretty happy with the way things went, so I was wondering if that's, that's how you feel, even a couple days separated from it. Yeah, I mean, it, it was great. I mean, we, we we had an hour, essentially, of practice. I mean, we got it. The, the first, you know, the very first session on Thursday night, you know, was was tough because it was like, all right, go out there. Okay, here comes the rain. That's That sucks. And then that was it. So, you know, we had just got to, you know, sort of just starting to evaluate things. And honestly, when you get in another car, like, I don't, again, I, I don't think people realize – how different or how difficult that could be. Cause I mean, yes, these are all indie cars, but like when I went from, let's say coin to Foyt, you know, again, there was a lot of differences there and guess what? It took us half a year to start to like actually be semi-competitive. And by that, we mean like fifth and 10th, you know, like not, not, yeah. not like winning, but you know, we were semi-competitive then. And then, you know, this was very similar, you know, going from Andretti, obviously, you know, I'm spoiled, like Andretti obviously know what they're doing at Indy. They're, they're, they're really, really well sorted. Um, and they've just got so much experience. That's the one thing the Carlin guys kept telling me is like, man, it's, 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 there's no substitute for 20 years of IndyCar experience. And that's what they're, you know, that's what they're trying to go through. And, and they've obviously got, you know, a lot of guys, um, you know, that have come over from Europe and, and honestly are working really hard. Like those guys are really, really trying hard to make sure that they can be competitive. And I've, I've, I've actually, I actually really enjoyed seeing, um, the level that these guys are thinking and the level that, that they want to do well, but there's just so many things that, um, you know, that, that you just can't get without going through it. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't get to that point without just knocking down races and just getting, getting more experience. And there were things that I was telling them, I was like, you know, whether it was things on the dash or whether it was different, 
you know, different things, uh, you know, when it comes to operations or like, Hey, like, what do we think about this type of setup direction? Um, you know, it was a little bit different and, and, and that was really hard, but when you have an hour to sort it out, like, I mean, that's, it's just impossible to do that. But all you have to do is, I mean, that hour session, we ran as much as we could. Again, the car ran flawlessly. There was no, you know, no mechanical issues. There's no mistakes made by anyone. And we just, we were able to just pound laps. Um, and so that did help, but you know, you can't, you can't get into like rear geometry changes or like 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 big changes yeah. in the pit lane because all you have is is small changes that you can make. So, you know, we tried to do what we could do. Um, qualifying, we went out and you know did one lap flat. Uh, the first lap was a little bit of a lift, but you know I was actually pretty proud of that. We you know we get, we were ahead of a couple people, which is all we wanted to be. Yep. Um, ahead of the Voight cars, really. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then you know we you know, we, we, we just went out there with an attitude of like, all right, every pit stop, we're going to try and make up some time here. We're going to try and make some adjustments on the car and just, and just slowly go forward. But honestly, at the start, people were immediately falling back and we just kind of kept going forward. And, you know, Charlie and I both moved up early on. And then by the end of the first stint, my car had started to go off, start, started to go off a little bit. But, you know, after the first stop, um, we struggled a little bit on the in lap there. I, I, I almost lost it on the, on the in lap coming in, which was not great. I, I did not like the, uh, the up lane there in three, four. <laughs> um, so there was a little bit of a, a hold up there, but, uh, but after that really the car was strong. Like we went out and you know, we obviously got, got a lap down, but we were running with the leaders. Like most of the race, I watched my onboard like yesterday and like I was with Joseph, like most of the race, yeah. <laughs> like I had passed Joseph on a restart and then he got me back. Cause I was like, all right, he's in the lead pack. I'm not going to sit here. And then we just followed him for like 60 laps. And I was like, all right, well, this is good. And, and none of the lead pack guys really ever got away until I had to start saving fuel. One of the stints. And, and that was really cool. So, you know, I, I, I got used to the way the car felt a little bit and, we made some small adjustments as we went along in the race, but, um, but yeah, I mean, we were strong. Like I, I really do think we should have probably finished ahead of Will and Marco, but we took some tires there at the end and yeah. at the restart, I had to pass like, I had to pass Sato and Piggott and Ed all before I got to Marco and Will. So, you know, we, 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 we passed all those guys and then we got to Marco and Will and I was like, well, the race is over. Yeah. So it was a shame, but, um, but I mean, I'm just, I would be thrilled from, you know, from 19th to 11th, I, you know, at Texas, a wild place, you know, can't complain about that at all. What did, uh, I heard Trevor was sending texts and things like that. What did he, what did he say? Cause I know he wasn't there. I think that most people didn't know if he was there or not. He wasn't, but yeah, he, was, he wasn't there. He was watching, I believe. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Trev, I mean, I've known Trev for forever. Right. I mean, Trev's super British. So it's, you know, he's <laughs> not going to be like, Oh, awesome. Awesome. He's like, good job, mate. And then, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, but the guys, you know, the, the guys on the team, Colin, um, Sylvia and all the engineers, um, you know, everyone, everyone was super nice to me, uh, and, and, and super, you know, congratulatory, obviously. I think all the guys were, um, you know, super cool and, and just, just really enjoyed, um, the weekend. I think obviously, you know, it was fairly trouble free and, you know, we made, we made a lot of setup changes and we made the guys work, but, um, you know, it ended up being, it was, it was all worth it for sure. And, 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 you know. I, I I can't complain for having so little time to go out there and do what we did in the race. You know, I, I almost felt more proud about this race than than Indy a little really? bit. I mean, Indy was awesome. Like you could never beat that. But like this felt like it was a way tougher situation to to sort of make something work. And 
you know, we still had a good day, so yeah. that was really cool. Yeah, if I was thinking about it back to your inexperience with, I mean, Carlin's inexperience, I should say. It was before the before the race had started. I think there was a stat I saw that Penske had won ten of the last fourteen ovals. <laughs> that was before uh, Newgarden won. Yeah, uh, Carlin hasn't even run ten ovals. Yeah, like they haven't even they yeah. don't even have ten in the bank, and Penske's won the last ten. So yeah. the difference in experience levels is insane. I mean, and again, we're talking about. That's not, you know, not just Penske, that's Andretti, that's oh, yeah, Ray yeah. Hall, that's Schmidt, that's all these teams that have been around for years and have been doing this. So there is such a huge difference there. So again, I think that Trevor and, I mean, we've seen them around the world. Yes. Kind yes. of build slowly into, into really competitive. So I was wondering, you know, this is a, this is a really young group that you're, that you're with. Do you, yes. What is your outlook on them for the future? And who knows if you're going to be back with them ever again, But and that maybe that's a possibility, but what, is, what, what do you think now that you've kind of been ingrained in the team for a little while here? Well, I mean, I, I think I do see a real passion for them wanting to succeed, right? Like, there's a lot of things like, you know, hey, we're having a good time here, and they're like, man, yeah, we can't wait to, you know, be able to celebrate a win sometime. I'm like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's what we do it for, and, and I think that's what those guys are doing it for. A lot of young guys on the team, too, which yeah. is super important. I mean, you see, for so many years in IndyCar, you see – you know, people that have been there for a very long time, a very, very long time. There's not a lot of like new blood that gets like injected into IndyCar because like those guys with experience are so valuable, valuable right? right. Yeah. But all of the Carlin guys are new. All, all of them are from England. Like there's only like two or three guys, you know, two or three American guys and, you know, maybe, maybe four or five, but like all of them are young guys. Everyone's, you know, everyone is, is there working really hard. Um, and, and I think that's really cool. And, you know, obviously, you know, the team is, 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 is going to move forward now. They're in a bit of an odd position, obviously, with, you know, with, yeah. with, with what they're doing now. And, you know, they've got multiple drivers all over the place. You know, they've got the situation with Max now. And, and um, that's got to be tough because, like, it's just, you know, you've got to make ends meet as a team still. You know what I mean? And, and they've obviously got a great supporter in Gallagher. Yeah. Um, but you know, they, they, they still need more if they're going to continue to run, you know, two cars full time next year. Um, you know, that, that's going to take a lot and it's going to take a lot of money. Yeah. And so, you know, where does that, where does that come from? I don't, I don't know. Um, so, so we'll see. I mean, I, I have a lot of faith in Trevor being able to, you know, get that, get that team to continue to grow as it's growing now. But man, I mean, racing is hard. Like, yeah. it's hard to make those, you know, all those financial ends meet, and and that's what you need if you're going to develop, you know, as a team yeah. and to try and win races. You need consistent money, consistent drivers that you know are going to be in there and be competitive. Um, but yeah, well, you know, I guess time will tell. Yeah, I mean, they got to get through this season first, and that's going to be hard. Well, to, just to say, keep it going Pato in Award, general. We don't even know if he's going to be at Road America yet. We don't know who's going to be in that other car next to uh, to Max at Road America. So, I mean, it, they got to find some money to help yeah. hopefully carry the rest of the season. So, yeah, they're in an interesting spot. But I did want to rewind and ask you a little bit about just what it was like for you going in there as the guy filling in for Max. What was that situation? I mean, how did, was it awkward at first, or how did, how did the team handle it? How did you handle it? Because, you know, watching you drive in, like, Max's motorcycle and, and the other stuff that around the, or, you know, his, little, his bike around Texas, I mean, it must have been a little bit strange wearing all yeah. that. Yeah, but, I mean, I, you know, I, li- I like Max, and I, I think, you know, Max sent me a message over, you know, over Instagram, you know, over the weekend. I mean, you know, he was supportive of it, and, and you know, I was kind of talking to him about what I thought the car felt like, and, and, you know, he was glad to hear what I thought about it because, obviously, you know, he had a certain opinion about it. And, yeah. And, um, 
you know, it was it was obviously something to be worked on. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think they were totally fine with it, right? They were like, hey, you know what? This is the situation we're in. We're they obviously have no problem with what Max, you know, Max's decision because you got to respect that, obviously. Um, and and yeah, I mean, they were they were very welcoming. So um, you know, for for being with a team for literally two days, essentially, yeah, know, it was it was really cool. So. Um, you know, the, the Barry Waddell called a great race. Um, you know, Jonathan George was my spotter again, who I've worked with before, who I like really enjoyed. And it was, it it was actually an enjoyable event, very physically difficult, way more physically difficult than I thought it was. I think if you ask many drivers, they thought that, um, which I don't know why, but it was like, it was really hard. Um, was Texas, I, is Texas I won't usually, lie about things, you know, it doesn't mean that we didn't make it through, but it's like, geez, it was, it was way harder than I think a lot of us thought. Did Texas, oh, is it, is it, was it harder this time than, than usual? Texas, it was harder I mean? this time than I've felt before, I think. Yeah. Well, Graham said the same thing. I mean, and I think, I think yeah. Rossi said something similar. You look at similar. Alex's hands at the end of the race, like they were in a different position than they normally were. And I tell you what, if you would have seen my onboard too, mine were in a different position too. <laughs> It's like that you were thinking back to thinking back to science class. Like, well, if I pull this way and push this way, it'll be better. And your, your hands had a really odd position. And I, obviously, this is a podcast, so you can't see my hands. But it's it was put your left hand on top of the left hand of the steering wheel and put your right hand on the bottom of the right hand of the steering wheel and just try to steer it in there and hope that you don't get loose because correcting it will be impossible. Well, I was, tell- I was telling people that you said your elbow was bleeding. I mean, look, you got some cuts on there now yeah. just because, and I were like, well, why was his elbow bleeding? Because he was leaning up against the car the yeah, whole time. Yeah, I mean, I was, I, I, I had actually never got that before. I, Joseph elbow is bleeding all the time. Really? Like, Joseph, for some reason, gets oval elbow all the time. Okay. And, and I mean, I was like, dude, how does that even happen? And then all of a sudden now I'm like, <laughs> well, shoot, now my elbow looks like crap. <laughs> but it's just, you know, that's what we, it's like, it's what you do, right? Yeah. You brace, brace against the side of the cockpit. Like it's big after Iowa too, because Iowa's obviously well, really hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's just part of the race, right? Like, you know, it's not like, not, I'm not complaining about it. I think that's awesome. You know what I mean? I, I think when you're, when you feel really physically depleted after a race, that means that, you know, you put your, you know, you put everything out there, you put, put your entire effort out there. So I, I, I was flying home with Marcus and Marcus was like, I couldn't stand for 30 minutes after the race. <laughs> like he's like, I literally couldn't stand. And it's like, it was like, it's like that. Cause you're, you're in that vortex of just going, it's it. Texas feels nonstop. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. Like compared to Indy, Texas just feels like you're just relentlessly, you know, I, you're trying to stretch your hands a little bit out, like on the front straight, but you're still turning. And then there's someone, you know, three back, two back with a run. And you're like, all right, now I got to defend. And then, you know, it's, it's, it, there's a lot going on there, which is, which is a lot of fun. So I, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we made it through, obviously, but yeah, it was definitely the yellows came at the right time. Let's we'll say that, yeah, the yeah. yellows came at the right time. Well, so what I asked Graham was just saying, I asked him if he knew the wildness at the end was going to come, and he said 100 percent because you guys ran like 150 clean laps, and he's yeah. like, people are going to be exhausted after that. And I honestly think that plays into it. Yeah. I really do. I mean, these everyone out here is supreme athletes, right? But it is, I mean. It is hard. Yeah. And there, there's I, I, anyone who says it's not or like, yeah, I was doing fine is a liar, I think. Because <laughs> it's just because you, you are stressed a little bit more towards the end of the race. Like when you do that long of a green flag stint and then when you go back out on new tires and you can go flat again. You know what I mean? That's a lot of G-forces. That's a lot of a lot more load than you had previously. <coughs> bless you Uh-oh. we had the cough button there sorry that was tough i didn't think that was gonna, that was coming um 
But yeah, I think that was Texas. It was still, yeah. still, still in my lungs. Yeah, a little, a little dusty there. So yeah, it was hard. It was fun. <laughs> um, but that's that's the best type of feeling is when you have just a long day, yeah. long night, um, and 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 you have a good day. And we made some prize money. Well, it might not be a lot, but you know what? Eleventh is still in the money, so we'll take it. Take it absolutely. So yeah, I was going to ask. I mean. I, wanted I mean, to I was fighting with Will Power most of the race. Uh, that's, like a that, good, that's a good. I, I really enjoyed that. Day. I was like, "Hey, Will, you know, he's obviously not having a great day, but we were fighting with him the whole day, and that was that was that was really cool to be able to you know to race with those guys." So, how far along did the car come for you over the weekend? Because, like I said, you didn't get a lot of practice on Thursday, and I talked to you after qualifying, and you were like, "Boy, this is going to be a little bit rough." And yeah, uh, so, yeah. how, how far along did it come? And then you also told me that because you know, I think we were all wondering, are you just going to be able to rely on Charlie's setup? And, and rely on what he was doing, and you said I think by by the race day you kind of went away from that. Yeah, I, I can I could not drive Charlie's car, um, just just not what I what I need out of an oval car, and and the team was fine with that. The yeah. team was like, hey, all right, you know what I mean? Let's let's go a certain direction. I was a little bit upset with you know we we didn't make as big a changes as I would have liked for the race, okay. Um, but also the team didn't want to, you know, they, they didn't want to put us out on an island to where like we sort of are comfortable where we are like like at least i know what it's gonna do so we don't want to like take a big swing at it and then it be worse for some reason which i the, the changes that we were thinking about doing i knew they wouldn't be worse but you got to respect them because they're like we want to have a, a long night like the full night not like me pitting at lap 180 for handling issues yeah. you know what i mean so yeah. like that's I respect that, but I think we could have made a little bit of a bigger change for the race, but we didn't. And, you know, as we went, we just kind of kept working on the, you know, my tools in the car and tire pressures and wing. Um, and, uh, and yeah, by the, by probably mid halfway through the race, uh, you know, I actually felt like I was in a decent spot. Like okay. I was in a good position, uh, ran a lot with Ferrucci, um, you know, most of the race, um, you know, guys that were, guys that were up there, you know, Pagano, heck, we spent you know, an entire stint ahead of him. I'm sure he didn't like that, but we didn't lose any time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, if we were losing time, I would have got it. But, you know, it was Joseph, me, and Pagano, and we just ran an entire stint that way because no one could pass. <laughs> once you were once you were in it, it was hard to pass. It was only really restarts, I think, and then if people, like, really started messing up a little bit on their tires um, – so you know it was interesting for sure. Well, that's that's a good, that's a good segue too because I, I I wanted to ask about the Texas race in terms of just progress. I know you didn't get a chance to to run it last year, but um, did you see it as an improvement based on what you watched last year and did this year? It seems like some guys were saying it was progress, but maybe not quite as big a step forward as as they were hoping in terms of just yeah being able to run close and make passes. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like I think there there was enough like the way they did the downforce right. There was no floor downforce essentially and more topside downforce like okay. with the wing because you could run pos- you know positive two on the rear wing but no floor uh, sidewalls or whatever and I was like it, it seems like you needed at least like one sidewall because you know Alex should have been able to pass Joseph right like he had such a run literally was almost all the way by him but because he couldn't stay stay on the outside right. and stay gripped up you just lose the time and so like where else are you going to pass a Texas other than the outside? Yeah. You have to be able to make it work. So, you know, it's 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 tough to see that because I think, you know, Alex Alex obviously hates finishing second. He's done it a lot um, recently. Done it a lot lately. To, to Penske cars. Yep, yeah. to Joseph particularly. Yeah, to Penske um, Detroit. Or, I mean, uh, yeah, Pagano and yeah. Indy and then Joseph in Detroit. So, you know, I, I think 
it was definitely not as bad of a race as I thought tire tire dag wise. Because okay. I mean, when we got to the end of the first stint, and it's like you know there are guys that only pitted three times. Yeah, I mean that's crazy. Like yes. we, we we were talking about that in our pre race strategies. Like, well, technically it's a three stop race. It's like no way that's going to happen. And I was like, <laughs> well, a couple guys did. Yeah, and and we only pit four times. You know what I mean? And and that was, um, you know that was because we had to. So I I think um it, I think the tire was good. I think I think it degraded for sure. I, I don't think it degraded as much as I thought it was going to degrade, but I think we should have. I, I really do think we should have at least had a little bit more floor down force. Okay. I mean, and and power and some of the Penske guys I heard said it was going to be a pack race before, I, and they were asking for less down force, and I was like, why? You like, know, you, what, know, like, you know why though? Well, I, I mean, I know why, but like, no, it's an agenda is the thing. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but I was like, if Will Power was asking for that, I was like, he look. I mean. He was in big trouble most yeah. of that race, and I was like, and he wanted less downforce. I was like, I I don't know about that. So I I don't. I mean, I am a total fan of having close Texas racing again. I mean, I think it's awesome. I think it's great. I think you know you have less defensive blocking moves like Dixon and Herta's accident. I, I think because track position was so important, you don't get as dangerous when it comes to the blocking. Yeah. Um, but you know it, it is it is what it is. Are you ever going to find a happy medium? Probably not. It's but hard, I think IndyCar yeah. did a decent. I, I do think the race was better than I predicted. I I thought it was gonna okay. Be. I really do. I I so here's what I think. I think when you have guys that are kind of saying it's going to be a pack race, I don't think they necessarily. Sometimes I think they don't believe it. Sometimes yeah. I think they want it to be a hard race and where it's a lot of processional because these. Are, and I think sometimes again, I'm not. Call, I I understand where Will's calling for it and some other yeah. guys, but I think some of the teams that are expected to run up top. Want it to be that hard to pass, and that way they don't have any challengers. Yeah, I, I, honestly, yeah, it's true. And, I, I think, and they have the best mechanical grip package, exactly. so they can use it. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. the guys I was talking to in the paddock were saying that you, you, the guys that are saying it's going to be a pack race are familiar. Every year, it's the same people saying it's going to be a pack race, and they yeah, want to yeah, change yeah. it a little different. So anyway, I, yeah. it's interesting that I think that because I think there are some guys that are like you, who would just want to see the best show, as yeah, opposed to I, I, I want to see a great show. That's and what Texas. You, you got are under the lights. People are side by side. There's flames shooting out the exhaust, like because we're lifting and yeah. downshifting. And uh, you know, I, I would rather see a better, a little bit, a little bit close. Like I would love to have seen Alex be able to go side by side with Joseph yeah. for the last three laps, Everyone right? Would have. Yeah, but he couldn't. And and that was just, you know, it's not because Alex forgot how to drive on the outside of the track. No. You know what I mean? At the outside lane, it's just because there just wasn't enough grip to do it. I think there was. Again, I'm not blaming guys like. Like Will and, and those guys that that want that, it's the competitive edge, and I get what they're doing. It's kind of like it's kind of like. Did you watch? Did you get to see any of the F one race while you were stranded in Austin? No, I don't care about really F one races. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm good. Well, there was that you know the Hamilton thing where everybody was mad at him because they called for the penalty on. Yeah, ridiculous. It was the a terrible penalty I've ever seen. But I also life. don't blame yeah. the team for calling for it, right? Because you you got to ask. Yeah, I think what was Toto Wolf's quote? It was like, I. I don't, I don't think it was a fair penalty, but they actually did follow the rules yeah. or something like that. And I was like, well, that's weird. It's like, yeah, technically they follow the rules, but the rules are dumb. The rules suck. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, <laughs> all right, well, that's great. Um, so I, I thought, again, that was dumb. I mean, Vettel deserves a win. I loved the power move that he did, though, moving the the bear, the P1 and P2 oh, was sign. My favorite. Greatest thing in F1 in the last 10 years. I was going to say, was there anything better than that? Greatest, I became a huge Vettel fan. After great. That. I love Vettel now. That, I, I think he's an awesome human being, and I hate that he doesn't have social media because I feel like he would have oh, great, kill great Twitter. But 
power move there. I, I really, 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 really enjoyed that. It was like, you know, he could have, like, I was thinking about the other options there. Like, he could have came out and, like, kicked it and thrown a tantrum, but it was so calm that he did it. He just, like, walked out calmly, grabbed it, moved it in front of his car, or where his car because could have been. Because he's a boss, And then yeah. just waved, like, yeah. I'm, and then and then stands on top of the podium with, <laughs> with Lewis. Oh, yeah. I loved yeah, it. I, yeah. It's just, but, like, that, uh, that shouldn't be like that. Racing is... Racing is so dumb sometimes. You look at that and you're like, all right, let's just take a vote as yeah. a group. Let's go ahead and rescind that, yeah. and we'll all, be f- we'll all be fine with it. You, you know what I mean? You know who would have voted that same for with it? Ha- Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, I, th- I think Lewis would have been fine with it. He would have like, been fine. Lewis is a racer. He gets it. That's not the way he wants to win. No, exactly. I, I, I'm, I'm all in on that. Let's just have a vote on the grid. <laughs> Everyone, we'll take all the fans' <laughs> opinions that are there, and we'll make the right choice. Yeah, I, Anyway, I brought it up just because I think like sometimes you can have a guy like Lewis Hamilton or his team call for a rule change because it would benefit them, but they don't actually believe it. Yeah, it's kind of the way I think something something's happening in IndyCar sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well. Like like again, like maybe the block on Graham Ray, like that guy called on Graham at Long Beach. Like I get why Ganassi would call for it. Yeah, would they actually want it in their position? I don't think so. But I mean, I think I saw Scott Dixon throw a bit of a block on Colton Herta as well. Let's 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 talk about that. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I guess we can. What, I mean, did, you, what I, did you see? I don't know. Be I mean, it's, it's Texas, right? Like Texas is. I I would see a ton of people swerving down low, dust flying, and I'm like, oh shoot, something's going to happen here, but it didn't. But like, Colton was really fast. Scott was obviously very fast. Yeah. And if you're going to make a move, you want to get to the inside of three four. But I mean, it's an oval. Like if 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 a car is there, like. What did TK get penalized for in 2017 at Texas? Blocking. Because he like he would run people below the white line. Where was Colton? Below the white line because he had to go there. Yeah. So I I mean, I obviously, you know, respect the hell out of Scott and 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 both and Colton as well. Colton had a great race. Um but I just I like I, you know, Scott had a great interview. Obviously, I think I think he sort of realized that it was, you know, it was a little aggressive. But I mean, that's racing. That's what we're trying to do. I mean, it's not like you can fault either guy, right? Because they both went for it. I mean, yeah. they both ended up, you know, halfway up the track in 3-4 because they both tried to get through there. But it's just, it's like, if you're going to turn into, I mean, with the little downforce that we have, yeah. turning in to turn three below the white line is is never going to work. But, you know, he was forced to go down there. I so just, I, I, I don't know. I, I The fact that, you know, if if they had got through that corner and not crashed... I would have been really, really curious to see what the race control move would have been. I have a feeling no, nothing would have been called. But I mean that that's a that's a sketchy that's a tough move. If you're put if you're anytime you put someone below the white line on an oval, I just that's 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 hairy. That's hairy. I so, but you're really gonna. I mean, you're not gonna say it's anybody's fault because I think it was <laughs> I think it was Scott's. No, I can't because really? I see the way you quote me on these uh, to get people to listen to the. <laughs> To listen to the podcast, and I'm not going to say anything that's going to put me in is- Scott's bad blood or anything like that. Because wow. I like Scott. I think Scott's Scott's a good guy. But I I think it was a little aggressive. I okay. think it was a little aggressive. There you go. I, 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 I want to tag Scott Dixon think- and say, yeah. Connor says you were too aggressive. Yeah. No, I mean... I- there you go. You can't be afraid of the way we promote this. I am like, very afraid of it. I can see it, and there's a couple things where I think twice. I was like, "Did I really say that?" Are you scared of Scott? Is that is that no? No, I'm no, I no, not at all. 
But I'm scared of Emma, for sure. Yeah. Definitely well, scared of she Emma. She says, did you see what she said? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That Scott has some different thoughts than he maybe said her, after the her post. Her post-race Twitter is definitely one of the most entertaining. Um, it's like, it's like you have to go over, you have to must must read Twitter after a race. Oh, it is must read, yes. If something, if something I, I happens to Scott. It. I do respect it a lot. She does, no, she does a good job. Yeah, well, but that was an interesting thing, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it happens. And you know what? I'm glad it did happen because I needed a yellow. And that was, yeah. that was good. That was, well, yeah, so the other yellow I wanted to ask you about was um, was Hinch. Um, that was a shame. Yeah, I was just going to ask you from your in your past, like, how frustrating is it when, because I talked to him yesterday and he was just, you know, pretty bummed just because it's like, it's an unforced error. It's something that he didn't, didn't necessarily need to happen and he was having a really good race. And I was wondering, how, how do you, how do you handle that when you know it was just like, man, I just, I just. I just it was me and you let yeah. you kind of let the team down and he felt really bad about it. I mean it's that's tough. I mean at Texas is I mean you're you're on the edge all the time yeah. and a lot of what happens at Texas though too is is very unexpected oversteer moments. Like yeah. that happened to Hinch and I guarantee he was like there's no way that was about to happen. Okay. You know what I mean it's the same thing that I was watching I, after one of the restarts, I came up out of four, out of turn four, which where I'd been totally happy all day, and the rear literally came around almost backwards on me, and I was like, like fully, fully corrected sideways, and I was like, how did that even happen? Like, where, where did that come from? But it's the way, it's the way the banking decreases so quickly that like when you're at a certain amount of tire wear, like it's, it that gets harder and it becomes very unexpected, and yeah. like also when Hinch is dealing with dirty air, like. You're you're just trying to not lose positions either, right? Like if Hinch lifts there, right, he loses a spot, right, and he doesn't want to do that. So like you got to keep your foot in it. Um, so uh, you know I hate it for him because obviously very strong. Both the Schmidt cars were super strong. Yeah. I mean Marcus obviously had an awesome race too. Um, yep. And 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 that was a shame, but but this is what level that we're fighting at, right? We're at, we're at the limit all the time. You're trying to push hard. Um, and and you know you got to respect Hinch for what you know what he said, and 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 I think. Um. Yeah, it was that. That was tough for them. Is for that sure. one where, like, again, I don't know. I'm. I can't think of a specific race where you've made an error or anything like that. But is it just hard to go to bed that night? Is it just like, or how does it? How does it affect yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, it's hard because, especially like, you, if you crash, like crashing is the worst, right? Like, it's you know, it's hard for the guys. It's hard for everyone. It's hard for you. It's what you have to think about until the next race, right? Um, it's what people talk about. It's what we're talking about right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so you know that that is tough and. And Hinch has obviously, you know, had an up and down, um, you know, an up and down type year, but he yeah. had a great run at Indy and, and he's been, you know, he's been fast, um, but obviously Detroit as well, he was fast, he's but then got caught win. up in the yeah. wall, you know what I mean? So he's had a lot of bad luck lately for sure. And I think he wants to, you know, set that straight. Um, so we'll see, you know, I, I, we'll see what happens. Hopefully those guys can be, you know, have a good weekend in Road America. Yeah, he actually, I mean, I was talking to him yesterday, he said he had a really good race last year at Road America because they qualified yeah. so poorly, I think, last year, and then he raced all the way up. I can't remember where he finished, but he had a really, he had a, I think it was top 10 somewhere, but he had a pretty good race there, and so yeah. he's looking forward to getting back. Um, but talk about bad luck. I want to talk about, well, there's a guy who had bad luck, too, and then on strategy, and a guy who had some really good luck. I don't know if you can call it luck or just Tim Sindrick's awesome. Uh, some guy who had good luck was Joseph Newgarden because I talked to yeah. Ray Hall and Rossi were just like I don't even know where he came from. Yeah, I, I don't know. You like you said, he wasn't necessarily running with the front runners most of the race, um, and then all of a sudden he pits, he gets clean tires, he gets some clean air, runs away, comes out <sighs> comes out ahead of the leaders. Like, I mean, <laughs> this is another one where, I, I, yeah, well, take us through it. I mean, what you saw, what you know about about 
how this thing played out that Joseph ended up winning when he, he clear, pretty clearly didn't have the strongest car at the race. Well, when I saw Joseph won, I was like, hang on a second. Is that the guy that we were with for most of the race? I was like, what? how did that even happen? Like, it was one of those moments where you're like, where seriously, it's hard to believe. Yeah. Because, and especially if, if you're like, if you're a guy like Alex, I mean, the guy's up front all day and Joseph, you know, Joseph was up front, but not at the very front. No. But... It goes to show you how important track position is, and that this is a super, super team effort. And and obviously, Tim is very smart, and the whole Penske team is very smart. And so are the Andretti guys. So are everyone that finished yeah. in the top five. You know what I mean? Everyone in general. Um, and you just that like if it comes down to that for the championship, it's Alex is going to be very frustrated. I'm that. sure. But that's what it takes in a championship. You got to be a little lucky. You got to be smart. You got and and it's it's relentless. And that's what I've noticed. Like the this championship now, right? I mean, it's just it is so every lap is so important. I, I, I think every race, people are like, "Oh man, did I just lose the championship?" It's like, well, there's a ton of races left. Yeah, a ton of races left. But like, it's so close. And if you, I mean, this is now. I saw someone say, I think it was like Tony DeZinner or something. He's like, I would take a New Garden Rossi battle for the next 10 years. Like, it would be awesome, right? Yeah. Like, we need this American showdown. And, and right now, it is it is two incredibly talented American drivers fighting for the championship, right? You got Graham. Well, Graham's there too. But you got Alex and Joseph. And that's awesome, I think. Yeah. I think that's one of those things that, like, you know, I'd like to obviously be there too because I raced with Joseph a lot growing up. But, like you expected that at some point to be a potentially really cool American showdown. Yep. And, and that's what we need in IndyCar, I think. And obviously there's still some foreign people around. You got Simon and you got Marcus and Bourdais and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and, and a bunch of Scott and yep. heck that's great. Yeah. But like there are two Americans right now, P one and P two in the standings, just having it out for each other. And, and you can almost tell that they both really, really, really want to beat each other. Yeah. I mean, I really want to beat them. But, like, for them, like, they know that they are two of the best drivers right now. They're with the best teams, and they're doing great jobs. And no one's making mistakes. I mean, Alex has faster hands than anyone I've ever seen. He's he's literally doing superhuman things on the track to stay in the fight. Um, and 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 that's because I think he knows the championship is, is so important. Imagine Alex gets caught up in that crash, right? I know. Devastating. But he didn't. He saved it. And and that was you know that was really cool. Well, I, to mention your point, we'll say real quick: five five Americans at the top. Yeah, top, five top. American top five. I respect that. And uh, we'll talk about the championship in a second. But yeah, you mentioned the save. I did want to ask you about that. Yeah. What, yeah. What do you, what, what did you see? Because was he really messing with the with the steering wheel? Too? No, I think his hand just came off okay. the wheel because <laughs> it was correcting. <laughs> so it I saw really Gabby quick. Chavez said something about him messing with the steering wheel too while he was doing it, but I didn't know. I think he was like. I think what he did is he, I think he thought he caught it and then it got back up on the track and he had to catch it, catch again. it again. So yeah. he was like, he wanted to go to the fuel trim switch, but then he decided, oh, no, I still got to catch the car, <laughs> which is funny. Is that, is that, I mean, tell us where that is in terms of saves that you've seen. I mean, uh, in, great. Yeah. I mean, at 220, right? <laughs> I mean, it was, uh, that's pretty impressive because you got to go below the white line, which is really hard, and then come back up on it. But, that was a very, very, very good save. There's not many people who will be able to do that. I don't think. That yeah, was pretty impressive. What did you actually did you, did you see Zach's Vicious save? I thought that was pretty impressive. Yeah, as I well. mean it was it was not a, a save not, not yeah. on the same level, but yeah. I mean it was it was 
it was pretty cool. I was like, man, he's doing a lot with that wheel, isn't he? Yeah. And, and he and he did. And After he hitting the hit top the wall. wall, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, but not to hit the inside wall, I thought was pretty impressive. Well, when I saw him, I mean, it was like a spinning top, like right, right in front of me. I was like, what is going? On? They're like, my spotter's like, go low, high. I, I had no <laughs> idea actually, and I was like, I don't know either. And it was like right, it was right in front of me, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. So. Good for him for not ripping the corners off the thing. I, I think that's good. Did, they got him back out there for a little while, yeah. actually, which I thought yeah. was impressive. Good uh, for him. Yeah. I know, obviously, he finishes. Well, picked up two 20th. spots, probably. Nah, 20th. That's better than 22nd. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, yeah. And then you're, then you're with the we'll, we'll championship get. points. Championship <laughs> points. Um, I was going to ask you about Oh, championship. Yeah. I mean, at this point, look, so 367 points for, uh, for Newgarden, 342 for Rossi. So they're right there. I mean, the 25 points at this point is nothing. Yeah. With nine, ra- eight races to go, eight races to go. That's not that, but that's not that much. Yeah. But my question to you is, we kind of talked about this before. Simon's at 319. I think yes. that's probably not that far out. But then the next closest is, is, is it at Sato somewhere? Where is Sato? I Sato's lost. somewhere. He finished behind me. He's oh, at there two, he is. 272. Two, yeah, he's fifth. And Scott's 278. Are, are what are we talking about here? Do you think like because I think people like when you look at the points, you're like, oh, that's not that far, but that also means you need Joseph or Alex to making mistakes, and I don't. Yeah. Think, so I mean, what are we talking about? A three horse race now with Pagano in there, or do you think that there's still time oh. for Scott and Sato to get back in? I for sure. I mean, Sato, okay. no, I, I don't think. I mean, I don't think Sato's going to be fighting for the championship. I really don't. Not after seeing him destroy pit lane. I mean, I. Just, <laughs> Can't believe what just happened there. What, I mean, what happened? Is, I don't know. Just came. Did he not know? Is, is it really just not knowing where the pit box no, was? No, no, no. I mean, because he came in hot. But it, <laughs> it is hard to the oval pit box is very hard, very difficult. But okay. like, he's doing it for a hundred million years now. Like, it's, but but again, we are all at the limit, pushing super hard. Like that's going to happen again to someone, and yep. you're going to be like, oh shoot. Well, you know, there it is, right? But uh, and obviously, the guy's made no mistakes all year. Like he's done an incredible job. But, but that was really that was detrimental, right? That huge. was just huge. He had one was on pole. He had one of the best cars in the field. I mean, that's yeah. a, that's a podium car. He had the fastest he, lap of the race. Yep, you know what I mean? Like, away, which is devastating. Although to be fair, like I passed him at the end, and I was like, oh, this guy wasn't that fast. <laughs> I was like, what happened here? No, it was it was funny. I um I, I just I, I I feel bad for those those crew, the crew guy that got that got hit. He was on my card Harding last year, so I know him. I know him really well. I was Welch, like, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. Like, that was crazy. Um, he looked like he was okay, by the way. Yeah, and he was super great interview too. Oh, the, the interview great was awesome. Interview. Yeah, I thought did. that was that was a that was a tremendous interview. Um, <laughs> we just, good for him. Yeah, we should interview crew guys more often. I think that would be really cool. Um, they were they're uh, important people. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's I, I I don't I don't think I still do, I don't know if Sato is on the championship level yet. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Maybe he'll come back again and throw yeah. down another good result at Road America. I mean, a track that he knows well. He's done well there, I think. In the yeah. Past. Um, so, but you're not. But I do think Graham's going to be in good shape at Road America. I do think Graham's. You know, Graham. Graham has a good couple road courses coming up. Obviously, yeah. He's obviously really good at those. Um, but Iowa is going to be the separator. I think Iowa. Iowa is like Joseph's track, right? Joseph does well there. Um, but so does like Ryan, like Hunter Ray does really well at Iowa. Yeah. And so like, that's hard to, you know, it's hard to think, you know, is Alex going to get, I don't know if Alex is good at Iowa. I, I don't, I don't really don't know. I mean, he hasn't won there yet. Nope. Um, but Joseph has. Joseph and, has yeah. and so I, you know, I, I'm very curious to see as we go, what happens, but I'm, I'm still going to say Pagano is going to be right there. 
Pagano is not going to be far behind. No, he's, he's going to have yeah. very consistent races. He's going to be strong again here very soon, potentially win Road America. Yeah, um, I mean, a sixth-place finish, I know he was disappointed, but he got – I don't know if you saw or what, but so people were complaining about Joseph's restart at the end. Yeah. But did you – I don't know if you were a part of it because you were in the back, but uh, – I mean, I, I took advantage of it. Did you? Okay, <laughs> it was yeah. A, it was a stack-up, and I took just went around. Yeah, because yeah. Simon said he was – it was a real slow start. It was not good. Graham was real upset about it, but Graham also got into the back of Simon. Yeah, and 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 well, he Graham he, hits a lot of people on restarts. <laughs> he actually hit or Simon. Yeah, he's yeah, actually hit yeah. Simon before on a restart. Yeah. But um, no, he's okay. Graham was like I'm be aggressive. So, he said he was sorry. He didn't yeah. mean to hit him, but Simon thought he had a pop tire. Yeah, and then that's what it felt like. And then he said he went around another turn, and all of a sudden it didn't feel like that. But he lost yeah. like two or three spots because of it. Yeah, I mean, I think the restart was definitely a bit of a stack up, uh, which is tough on ovals because everyone's trying to get the jump. Um, Thankfully, I got the jump, but it was but up front. I could tell it was a total disaster. So, such a gamesmanship on Joseph's it's gamesmanship. part. Gamesmanship, yeah. I mean, you want to be like when you're the leader, you have control, right? right. So it's like I don't give a f- <laughs> of anything. I don't care at all what happens behind me. Not even I don't care at all. Yeah, you're just I'm going, and I don't care how I'm going to do it. It's going to potentially break all the rules. Could potentially cause people to crash. Doesn't matter to me. Yeah, there's no one in front of me. So like that's. That's what you think, like, because you're like, this is my moment to control what's going on, and if everyone gets mad at you, well, that sucks. As long but as race control doesn't, as get long mad as you. race control doesn't get mad at you, yeah. then you're fine. <laughs> yeah, well, Graham was Graham was not pleased, and I know no. Simon Simon didn't mention names, but I know he was not happy either. Yeah, um, I saw him on a scooter afterwards. I was like, oof, he, he looks, yeah. he looks upset. Well, it, it, honestly, I think he probably had a podium, maybe fourth. Yeah, I didn't actually know that. I, I didn't know where he was at the end, but I guess. He, I mean, he said Graham he got in the back of him, spots, so, and Graham finished so third. Graham so yeah, third. so I mean, it, it was obviously tough. not a good, um, not a good day for him. Oh, before we move off to Texas, I wanted to ask you about a couple other guys. Let's talk about a couple rookies actually. Let's get into uh, right. Santino Ferrucci. Yeah, I, I know his engineer very well, and Michael is very smart. Yeah, and does a very good job. So I, I, I know that our car at Texas in 2016 obviously didn't end well, but it was very good. And I was running second when I obviously tried to kill Joseph and crash and all that stuff. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think he's done a great job. I mean, the kids, I, you know, he's, he's, I, I don't like to say it, but like, yeah, he's done a good job and the guy's leading the rookie of the year standings. Yeah. Right. So that's, you know, I was talking about with Marcus about it last night. He's like, yeah, Santino is leading the rookie. Everybody thought right. maybe it was Colton or, or yeah, Marcus yeah. or Felix. And then it's been Santino, which has yeah, been a bit and, of a surprise good for him. I mean, fourth place finish is, is nothing to be ashamed about at Texas for sure. I mean, the guy took advantage of restarts, got ahead of some people, um, and, and, you know, did his job. So, um, yeah, that's about all I can say, really. I'm not going to say that there's a clear... Okay, I'm not saying this at all. I still think Seb is probably the team leader there, or is the team leader there, but he is ahead of Seb in the points right now. Yeah. 183 to 190, which, again, I'm... I, it's, Very interesting. It's just an impressive just an impressive half of the season for Santino. Yeah, I mean, Bourdais, he's got to be on his way out here soon, I assume. I mean, I, how much does he want to deal with the ovals and, and all this stuff? I, I don't really know. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know how much he's enjoying it. I, I assume he obviously is because, you know... He's, still, He's still in the fight, yeah. But um, but I'd be very curious to see what happens as the year goes on and and how he feels at the end of it. Yeah, I but he's in a great spot. Like obviously, no one's gonna fire him. You know, Vassar and, and no, Sullivan they, they love, love him. him. Yeah, I mean, the sponsor that they've got loves him. Craig Hampson loves him. Everyone there is happy. So you know, if it's not broke, you know, don't need to fix it, right? But yeah. It's, but yeah, I'm just curious to see what the motivation level is around there. We'll he, see. I talked to him actually about ovals because I was asking about Max. And, yeah, and he 
you know, he seems still like he wants it. Yeah, I mean, super fast on ovals. Like, gosh, like Craig, he qualified like fourth. Yeah, fifth. Craig and those guys. I mean, Craig's so smart. Those engine, those engineers over there. That, like coin guys. Like those two cars are good. Like yeah. they're really good now. Those engineers and those those cars are really solid. They've they've come a long way. And you know, if I, I mean, certainly if I was bored, I I definitely wouldn't want to hop out of it, right? But at some point, you never know. Okay. Um, last rookie I wanted to ask you about because I did get a chance to ask you about him over over the weekend was was Felix, and like, I feel yeah. like I feel like there's a lot of guys putting a lot of pressure on him right now to to deliver results because we all I think that you know before the year there was a lot of like can he be Robert Wickens and and as good a rookie as Robbie was and and it just seemed a lot to put on him right now and then you know after Detroit I don't know if you saw his tweet but. He was just real frustrated, and you know, yeah. he said it's like this has been the toughest start to a season of my entire career, and I don't know. People are speculating about his job now, and I just felt like, man, this kid is just going through a lot right now. Yeah, and I and I don't know why. Like the the guy is good. He's the guy's on pole this year, right? Like he's, I mean, he's done great. Jo- he's done a great job, and I, I don't I don't know why. I mean, he destroyed Ed Jones. Like I like if 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 we think Felix is not great, what did we think of Ed Jones when he was in the ten car? You know what I mean? Like, come on, the guy was. Really struggling, and Felix is a total rookie. Never been to ovals, like never done any of this stuff before, and he's come from Europe. and And everyone thought he was a hero over there because he was very good. Yeah, like, he was very good, and like he still is. Like he's not. Again, no one forgets how to drive, right? It's just you got to get into a system. This is a this is a rookie year. Like it doesn't. It does a really good rookie class. Obviously, very good. And yeah, he's in a Ganassi car. But that guy fought through yesterday, like, and he finished twelfth. That's not bad. No, like, no, that's not bad at all. I mean, he started pretty far back too. 16th, I mean, I could yeah. see, I could see where he was struggling. I mean, I saw his car moving around a little bit on restarts occasionally as as we passed him, obviously. But it was like, <laughs> but the, I mean, the, the cars are hard to drive. It's hard to get used to, and and it's not his comfort zone, right? He's a road, he's a road course guy. Yeah, like, like we know that. But it's it takes time for road course guys sometimes to get into the oval package and. And, uh, and, and I think, you know, again, we're going to go to road America and I guarantee the guy's probably going to be in the fast six or depending on what engine manufactures fastest, obviously. Yeah. And he's probably going to be in the fast six, at least a few more times this year in qualifying because that's, he's really good. So, you know, I'm curious to see obviously how that develops, but I wouldn't be upset about picking him in fantasy IndyCar for sure. In the next, like, and and a lot of the road course races coming up. So everyone stopped worrying about Felix. I mean, again, there was a lot of people saying he's been crashing a lot and Chip has a short short leash. But I was like, you know, I I talked to Mike Hole. And I swear to God, Mike Hole was just like, all we want him to do right now is finish laps. Because exactly, come back for next year. And again, yeah. he said this multiple times. Come back for next year. He's turned laps. He has experience. I don't. Yep. I don't. I, I could be way off, but I don't think They're his job's in jeopardy. Fire him. I, no. They've been wait. They were waiting years to get this guy. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I, I just. I don't think. I mean, they're definitely not going to hire an American, so I'm not going <laughs> to fight for that job. But I. But I. I, I just. I don't think Felix is going to be in a bad spot because I think Scott likes having a guy that's that quick on road courses to push him as well. And they're similar. Apparently it's turned out well for Scott because he's been obviously very good at all at everywhere as he normally is. As he but always is. Yep. I think Felix is certainly pushing him a little bit more. He, yeah, he's, he seems very pleased and they, apparently they have a very similar setup. They enjoy yeah, I, some of the same stuff. So good for them. That's nice. <laughs> good for them. Actually, that was a good, it was a good segue into the thing I wanted to ask you about. Okay. And I, uh, you had, I think your boy Chip Ganassi, who you just said would never hire an American driver, <laughs> uh, has been tagged in this petition. Oh yeah, there's a petition. I yeah. wanted to, I wanted to bring it up. Um, I'm trying to figure out who who was it. Do you know who did it? Uh, not a clue. No, I, I forget which guy did it. Okay, I'm gonna find his name. But there's a petition on Change.org. 
Uh, you can sign a petition to put Connor Daly in a competitive <laughs> IndyCar full-time exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> oh, it's Doug Shepard. Doug Shepard started this petition. But I just I, I bring it up because uh, Chip Ganassi and Roger Penske are both tagged or tagged in, the, in, this, in this thing. Yeah. So here's, here's the explanation if you want to go on and sign it. Connor Daly is a better driver than most of the drivers in IndyCar and deserves <laughs> to be in a fast car. Someone step up and gives this guy a chance. So change.org and then yeah, just search Connor's. Name. Very funny. Do you enjoy that? I, I saw you. I saw you I comment didn't on it. Tweet it. I'm not going to retweet it because <laughs> that's just that's just I can't do that. But I did respect the the, the I did respect the heck out of it. Okay, so, good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Doug Shepard. Doug Shepard is his name. Doug, you can, you can send him guy. flowers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you get if you get a certain amount of signatures. Probably nothing. Is there a six million dollar reward if you get like four hundred signatures? Yes. I, I don't think so. That is the amount of money. Because then you get. team owners will take this petition and wrap themselves in it. That's for sure. Okay, so uh, honest question before we move on Jeez. to Road America is: uh, What was more challenging? Was it Texas or was it getting home from Texas? Oh, uh, probably getting home from Texas is the worst experience of my life. I feel For so some bad. reason, yeah, American Airlines decided to get us in the air on a plane that was 175 degrees, and people were sweating. I was using, I was doing the self-fanning method with the safety brochure <laughs> that I've never really done before because I honestly was just, just so much water coming off of my body because it was so hot. But I was like, you know what? At least we're in the air. We're going home, and then we get in the sky. And the guy's like, well, our radars broke down, so we can't see where the weather is, so we have to turn around. And I was like, yeah, but you're in the air. Like, just go away. Bust out a map. We know where we're going. Like, I have an iPhone, and I'll be able to tell you where the weather is. Like, just go over it. I mean, that's I'm not a pilot. I obviously don't know how these things work. You got air force connections. But it seems like it was like an insurance thing, right? Like, if they would have kept going, the plane probably would have crashed, and we would have all died, and then someone would have been, you know, we would have been on Discovery Channel six (laughs) months later, like, why it happened. But instead of flying us back to Dallas, because that's where the weather was going, we went even further away from Indiana and went to Austin. Austin. Which is a small airport with with no airplanes that are going to Indianapolis. Yep. And the guy, the poor guy, I mean, honestly, I usually think airlines are pretty well set up for this type of stuff. Not a clue what was going on. American, literally, we got off there and some guy was like, Honestly, there are no flights for another two days, so you better hope this plane's going to get fixed. Jeez. And we, we got the part, and it's in Dallas, and it's got to get on a plane to come here so we can fix the plane. And we we're like, that sounds horrible. Yeah. And, and uh, we went to every airline. I looked at every other airline. All Everything's sold out full. It's like, yeah, no, we're at max capacity for like the next two days. You're not going to be able to get out of here unless this plane gets fixed. <laughs> get a rental car and, and start like, driving. Some people talked about that, and I was yeah. like, I'm not driving 14 hours. to. Like, that's the dumbest thing ever. Maybe if we're in Chicago, yeah, but... It was it was honestly a very dire situation. No <laughs> snacks, no water, nothing. Like, they didn't offer us anything. They didn't even tell us anything. Wait, so like, American didn't like comp you guys anything? Nothing. So we had to God. pay for all the margaritas that we ate that we drank there, and it was just it was me and Marcus Erickson just sat there the whole day. We watched the Texas race. <laughs> we watched the storm come to Austin that went through Dallas and looked like tornadoes were on the ground. It was wild. And then, thankfully, the wonderful people at IndyCar, I think it was like Kate Guerra, Megan Mattingly, all the, those two ladies were out there working. And they were like, IndyCar is going to send a charter for us. Because there's like 30 people that Heroes. were from IndyCar. Like the doctors, the, the IndyCar doctors, yeah. the safety team. And everyone's got to get back to work I on know, Monday. It's Monday, like, it's yeah. Monday. And um, so I, I really thank them for doing that. Because we, we were in, we, the flight <laughs> took off at 1245. 
at twelve forty-five in the middle of the day. Yeah, yeah, mid- lunchtime oh. twelve forty-five from Dallas. From Dallas, right? And I got home at four thirty in the morning. What time was the charter? The charter left at midnight, and that was just dreadful. So you were in Austin for like nine hours. I was in Austin for way too long. We went to every restaurant, every bar. Um, it was tough. I was, I was, I just, I, and I wanted a nice Sunday at home just to hang out, but but nope. I had. I felt bad. I get, my, my flight was at like seven in the morning, and I, I got two hours of sleep after the race, and I oh. was in a much better position than you guys were. Yeah, that's upsetting. Sorry, that was really hard. It was, it was really painful. Yeah, I, I saw your tweet, which was, I didn't think I could sweat as much as I did at Texas during the race. But yeah. it turns out on this airplane, you yeah, I mean, sweat more. Kate Guerra. I was never going to get back on that plane either because it, it got canceled till the next morning, right? And we saw that when, when we were leaving on our charter, and then I got an email the next morning. I was like. Flight delayed again, so I was like, "There's no chance this stupid plane is." I bet it's still broken in Austin right well, now. Those poor people that weren't part of IndyCar, whoever's mm. on that plane going back to Indy that wasn't part of IndyCar, that's a tough spot to that, be in. Yeah, they they're stranded in Texas. Yeah, they are still probably there. And you said the the charter was full. Oh yeah, our charter was full. Yeah, it was like thirty people. Oh my gosh. Yep. So, thanks American Airlines. I, I am a gold member on American, and I do respect them. But this was tough. I'm going to tweet this, this out. I'm going to tag American yeah. and be like, hey, Connor's pissed. I was a little bit upset. I don't I just blame wanted you. water. That's just all. We just, we'd sweat out 40 pounds Ooh. the night before in, in a race car. They didn't know that. They didn't realize that. I didn't. Marcus I thought he was dying. <laughs> he texted me on the plane. He's like, I'm going to pass out, I think. I'm like, ah, me too. <laughs> yeah, well, it sounded like at least some of some of the IndyCar personnel got nice and uh, lubricated during in the airport and had, had, had themselves a good time. Well, Lubricated enough to book a charter. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> from, from Austin to Indy, so I respect it. Good. Because yeah, I tried to look into private flights from NetJets because they partnered with the Speedway. That's right. Well, they sent me an offer for $36,000 to get to Indy, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to pass. If it was $36, yes, I would, I would happily do that, and I would post about you on Instagram, but no. That's impossible. Oh, you tried to be like an influencer? Like, you're all, yeah, I'll tag. me and Marcus. <laughs> obviously, Marcus is famous, so maybe it would have been cool for him to do that. Yeah, but. he's got the giant Swedish following. Oh, well. You guys we got tried. Come, we, guys I tried. I called multiple people with jets. No, no, no nothing happened. Like, I still, I'm super poor, so that doesn't work. You guys got a combined, like, what, half mil following on, on Instagram? Uh, Between the two of you? No, I think he's got a way more. No, I mean, oh, then half million? Uh, no, he doesn't have that many. I'm just saying, between the two of you, I thought you guys would share that many, or am I crazy? Is that too much? I don't know. I don't know. We can look right now. I, you're on Instagram all the time. I figured you're the social media king. Marcus just, feel, Erickson. No, he's only got two hundred thirty-two thousand. What do you got? Sixty-two thousand. Oh, well, so you got not even you close. Got, you got more on Twitter. No, I don't. Yeah, you, oh. I have seventy-one thousand on Twitter. Yeah, I'm checking. Oh, is that right? Uh, yes. 70, you're at seven, no, you're almost at seventy-four. Seventy-three-seven. Yeah. Oh well. We got well. Someday we'll be famous enough to okay. get free jets. So a, th- a a third of a million you had. Yes, that's not. A, I mean, that should be enough influence. Anyway, yeah. I was. I'm sorry about your day. I felt bad. We were going to do this podcast on Monday, and then I think Connor didn't get home till four in the morning. So yeah, that's was, on me. I was. I slept till noon no, yesterday. I didn't blame you at all. <laughs> I didn't. I was. Like, and I almost slept till noon today, but I I didn't. So. Well, I'm glad you, you got yeah. you got here in time for the podcast. We're doing fine. All yeah. right. Yeah, we went through all the. All the stuff I want to talk about, Texas. Um, yeah, give us a little taste of Road America. Like I said, um, yeah, what's the, what's the track like? What can we expect? I mean, we've seen uh, Penske's had some success there, I think. Dixon's, yeah. Dixon's had some success. Dixon's wrapped, stole one from them a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah, Graham's got a really cool-looking car. Yeah, the throwback. Love that. It looks great. <sighs> I really like that one a lot. 
I wish I wish it, I know it's tough on the sponsors, but why can't we do more throwbacks? It's not tough on the sponsors. You just wrap a car. Like yeah, but, well, because it doesn't have their name, like their branding and colors and whatever. It did for U.S. Concrete. I, well, at, but that was Marco an, Andretti. That was I an mean, indie, you though. You could easily make that happen. I mean, we all know what that car, Graham Ray Hall, what that car was branded, right? Like we know it was Miller Genuine Draft or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's going to be Gale, right? So like yeah. it doesn't doesn't. I mean, I'm sure that's not Gale's colors. They're yellow and black, but you know it's. You can make it work. Like, I like, you can make it then work. Then we're going to start doing it more because the throwback liveries I think it's are really cool. awesome. Yeah, and I think we should do it way more often. Um, I Obviously, no one's on board with it yet except for Graham, but they have so much sponsorship that they could probably – they're, they're bathing in sponsorship. That team so. does work. Man. Yeah, they, they, Brian Marks does a great job over there. Graham had two different – Two different cars at Detroit. On Detroit, at Detroit. Yeah. I mean, that's just insane. That, but I, you got to pay the bills. Got to pay. I, well, they got to pay for Graham Ray Hall performance. He does. Yeah. Anyway, that, <laughs> that te- I would just say that team does work. They, it, do, it, they, they do. do a heck of a job over there in terms of sponsorship. Yeah, I respect it. Um, uh, but yeah, throwback Road liveries. America. Let's do that. Okay. Road America. Yeah. What do you What do you like? What do you dislike? I don't know. Um, Nothing to dis- I love that place. Great honestly. racetrack. Yeah. Obviously, uh, last race I did there was a NASCAR Xfinity race. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Oh, do we want to talk about uh, that? No. <laughs> it's, just, it's a great race there for NASCARs too. You want to start um, talking about? Yeah. Okay. Oh, do are you uh, are you diabetic again? Are we allowed to? Uh, un- we, I got I got some I got some hate heat for that, so we cannot talk about it. What? Carlin was upset that oh, we had talked on. about that because we had we because Lindsay listened to it on our podcast. You were so you didn't say anything. I was fine with it. I know, but that was on me. It was it's your fault, Jim. <laughs> but I got brought into it. They're like, well, if 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 some if certain people listen to it, they'll be very upset. I was like, how is that possible? There was like, there's no one is upset about this. This is a pure joke. You can't. But it's very sensitive in sponsorship land. Apparently. I understand, but they can't very actually expect you to not have diabetes. Well, you you do. You know what? It's let's not talk about it because we're still not allowed to. <laughs> but I do have diabetes again, and I would like to thank Mankind Corporation for supporting me this month of May. I could not say that while I was a tenured Carlin racer, but now I am free again. And, uh, you know, back to business. Okay. I <laughs> but, yeah, Road America is cool. Sorry. No, it's fine. We're all still here, and okay. they were happy with me. So um, I expect I expect uh, Pagano to be very fast. I expect Alex to be very fast. Don't be surprised if Pagano wins. Um, I expect Will Power to be very, very, very quick and coming back and from angry. his anger. Yeah. Um, I expect James Hinchcliffe to have a nice day. And, of course, Colton Hurd is probably going to be two seconds quicker than everyone at some point. That's one session. He's going to be two seconds quicker than everyone for no reason, and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Nathan, so, O'Rourke, Nathan O'Rourke, man. Magic man. That magic guy. man, yeah. And, and, again, not to take away from Colton. Nope, nope, obviously not. But, but Nathan team O'Rourke. effort. Team effort here in IndyCar. And they, uh, they're they doing something special. Over yeah. There. He was, you know what? So, Talking about second line. He was the only guy that looked like he had a car that was able to go – like yeah, a, he a had, pass up top. He could create an, an a interesting little. run, yeah, for sure. Which I, mean, I, which I, I think is great. Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, the team did something special there because, like we yeah. said, Alex didn't necessarily feel comfortable going up yeah. on the second line at the end. I think, I mean, if anybody would have, if he could have, he would. It would have been Alex. Yeah. Well, the way Colton used it was sort of using the 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 air that he got from the outside of the front wing to get it turned a little bit more and actually get the run out of two and into three, okay. which is where he tried to pass Dixon, which was different. But it worked for some people. It worked on me. He passed me like that and worked on Alex, obviously. Worked on a couple people. So, you know, it was just a different way of doing things. And, and he, you know, 
that's part part of being that's a, the good part of being a rookie as well because you don't know these you, things yeah, you don't yeah. know what works so you just do something yeah and it could work and it worked really well so that's what I, I talked to Marco before the year he's like I think some of these young guys they just try stuff sometimes yeah you, like you as a veteran you'd never think to do exactly and it sticks like he was like that some even yeah, I just think he, let it ride he kind of I think the one he brought up was actually Alex at Indy last year where he was going through that stuff kind of high on and people were. He was just like, I don't know that a lot of other people would have even tried that. Yeah, I, you got to respect it. Well, just because if it, yeah, it, yeah I mean, if it, 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 if it, it, end, it could end very bad. It could end poorly. Exactly. A lot of things could end badly, but you know. Um, all right, so why why did you pick Simon? I guess because I, mean, I just think Simon, you know, he's 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 a championship fighter, and he's 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 almost done. He's just at the White House. He's feeling good again. Yeah. He's an Indy five hundred champion again. Yeah, just met the president, so he's gonna be. Riding that little high, uh, you know. Obviously, they didn't get to test though this week. Apparently, that Chevy test was canceled. It was canceled. So, but everybody was Simon doesn't have his leg up in his technical battle. Everyone was going to be there anyway, though. It sounded like like almost every every like Honda teams were going to show up anyway. I don't think you were allowed to do that. You on a Chevy day? Apparently, they were allowed to show up. That's what I I know. Andretti wasn't going. Why he was told? No, they they weren't. No, I don't think so. Alex was Alex was supposed to go to L.A. with me. Oh. But yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we'll see. It's not happening. There's no test, so yeah, you're right. They won't have that advantage going into Road America, which because they've been real strong there. Yeah, um, I'm so, excited for it though. I'm, I'm also very excited that we have a weekend off. I think everybody. I is. think everyone's very excited. I don't even know what I've been doing. I, I I finally did all my laundry, and I was about to lay out all my IndyCar race suits that I have from the 20 different teams that I've driven for. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Just hanging in my closet alone, I have. My Harding suit, my Shirts for America coin suit, my <laughs> my uh, ABC Supply suit, and also the the Gallagher suit. And I'm like, man, that's not even like. There's still like my Arrow Schmidt Peterson suit, my Smithfield suit, my my U.S. Air Force two U.S. Air Force suits. It's pretty wild. Which one do you like uh, other than U.S. Air Force? Which I know was that. I, to be honest with you, that thing was best awesome. suit of all time. Yeah. Was, yeah. So what's what's number two? On that list, set of curiosity. What do you like? What, what oh, best I think the look? Air Force suit last year. Oh, really? Both, both the Air Force suits are the best suits I've ever had, for sure. You're not just saying that because they're no, no. Too? I mean, okay. they're they're the best ones. Okay. Yeah, I like it. All right, so Simon at Road America, I love it. Like I said, did you see they named a, they named a sandwich after him at that Goose the Market? Well, they also good? have a dish named after him at uh, Spoken Steel or whatever downtown. Okay. So, yeah. He's become- Simon's got a big restaurant guy. <laughs> I didn't try his sandwich. I was at Goose the other day, and uh, I got to try it. But I wasn't ready for hot honey, whatever they were using. Yeah, it, so that's all right. Yeah, that's what I did on my Sunday, by the way. That's good. I didn't do that. <laughs> I you had airport food. I got home at four thirty, and I was like, "It's Monday." This <laughs> is essentially. All right. Uh, oh yeah. Do you want to? All right. Quick thoughts on on um, NASCAR IndyCar doubleheader. Oh wow. Thoughts, feelings, emotions. Do you like it? Um. Well, I think it's great. I, I think as long as you don't have like Kyle Busch saying douchey comments like he always does about IndyCar and like the 500 being the only race worth running, like hated everything about that. I think it's yeah. the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. You talked to him, didn't you, about it? Yeah, we had dinner. Did he back like, it up? I honestly couldn't really say what I wanted to say to him because I'm like, I'm not going to be that guy. I mean, I get what he means. Obviously, there's he's like, how much prize money do you get for the yeah, 500? The per- well, a lot. How much prize money do you get for Texas over the weekend? Well... Greg Biffle got fifty grand. Truck race made more, and money. that's that's more than like the top five positions combined. Like it's like, yeah. I mean, there's so much more money than our prize money is horrific, and and that is there's no way around that. But 
Maybe it helps keep the teams alive well, with the leader, the leader circle. It, I get the leader it. circle money comes. I get it. So it you, helps keeps the team. Yeah. Maybe we wouldn't have a sport without it. But I also think it's ridiculous what we're competing for because that is the money that we can get, right? Teams, I don't see any teams really struggling. No team owners driving around a Yaris. You know what I mean? Like they're all they're all okay. <laughs> you know, that Yaris like, sponsorship. Yeah, I mean, like they're all doing fine. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's just it's it's. It, it is a true statement, but I didn't like the way you said it. So would NASCAR and IndyCar be compatible? For a racing fan, yes. Are you kidding me? If you ask 14-year-old me, would I go to a NASCAR and IndyCar race at the same time? 100%. But the problem is they do things so differently, like the way their paddock works and stuff like that, and like their garage system and practice. Like It is so, 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 so different, and it's like very just odd and so you know i i think the way indycar sets up like in pit lane is great because nascar teams like don't even set up in pit lane until the race right. right so like that's you know you could easily have share that system a little bit um but i think from a fan perspective i absolutely think you sell a ton of tickets but i think there's fights in the crowd for sure 100 percent people are going to fight in the crowd Drunk NASCAR fans are going to fight drunk IndyCar fans, which again, you make Sports Center. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be everywhere. Yeah. I did not say it was a bad thing. Nope. I said it was <laughs> going to be great. And there's going to be some sort of wrestling match over a cold Budweiser, and it's it's going to be awesome. But I respect it. I think that's a great. I think it's a great move for racing. Uh, if people are mature enough to handle it and be like, "Hey, we like all forms of motorsport because we like to see racing," yep. then that's great. Um, but is it going to be journalists trying to pit one series against another after the weekend? Potentially. Maybe. But that's journalism, I think. People are trying to get a good story. <laughs> I mean, you, you know. Writing that right, Jim? Someone's got to get a good headline like, NASCAR sucked this weekend. IndyCar was great. We should never do this again. I would. That would endear me to a lot of IndyCar yeah. fans if exactly. I wrote that. <laughs> but... But I think, I don't know. I like Where are you going to do it, right? Richmond well, or Texas? Or is the place. Texas. Eddie, yeah. Eddie wants it. Uh, Eddie, well, Eddie's a promoter. That's why. And he's a good man. So I, I respect, I love Eddie Gossage. I think he's great. Um, Could you do it at Texas, do you think? Yep. Well, we did it with NASCAR trucks. <laughs> I mean, trucks were there on Friday night, yeah. living their best lives it's... with a tiny crowd. But you know what? They still put on a show. So your your personal opinion then, because there's a lot of, one of the one of the big stickling points here is that, is, is, who goes first? And if, does the other series look like an opening act? I, well, here's what you do. You have two doubleheader weekends. NASCAR goes first on one weekend. IndyCar goes first the next one. And that's how you sort it you out. You can even do it year to year. One's a night race. One's yeah. a day race. I don't so, know. So Saturday, Sunday, that kind of a thing? Yeah. Well, so is an IndyCar fan no, or an IndyCar driver? Camping anything? becomes huge. Maximum. Yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? There'll it's, be people there for the week. That, I mean, it'll be because that's what you do. You start things on Wednesday. You you start practice on Wednesday for NASCAR, practice for IndyCar Thursday, and then you do like yeah. you do like an off and on. It's like a speed week type of thing, you know what I mean? But like it's a half week, and you just have a great time with it. I think you sell four day tickets, five day tickets. It's good. I I don't know. I I I think it's great. I don't think you can do a lot of them. No, but I think you can for sure do two. Um, hopefully NBC is obviously covering all of it. NBC right? wants it. NBC wants. They've said it. Wants both both. Both entities, um, which is great. Yeah. So Home Motorsports, that's what they want to be. I'm all in on it. I think some fans will be upset about it, but I, I, I don't think you can be closed-minded to anything these days because if we're going to want racing to be a long time and succeed for a very long time, things will have to get different and things will have to change. I agree for the most part. No, I'm fascinated by the idea. I'd love to see it just to see what it would look like and how, how fans would react to it and things like that. But uh, 
I can. I don't know. I don't know that I'd want to even try to compare IndyCar to NASCAR. Yeah, I mean, so, you don't so need different. to. Yeah, you don't need to. It's, there's no point in comparing it. Really. It's what's. But I, there's. I guess NASCAR guys are worried that you know you guys will be going a lot faster and and that kind of. But again, it's just different racing. I don't know why that needs to be a big. It, it is very different. It's like it's like it's exactly like that. Right. All the talk we had at Dakota. It's like oh, Formula One cars are. Fa-. I'm like, who cares? Yeah, it's just different race. Literally, yeah. It does not. There's no. It will not affect your life in any way if Formula One cars are faster. Like you're still going to watch the race. Yeah. Or like you still. Want, I still want to watch the race. I don't give a. I don't get. I don't care at all. No, stock cars and Indy cars are different. <laughs> Who cares? Like just move on. But anyway, uh, I, I like yeah. to see it. But like I said, Mark Mark Miles was a little bit hesitant about trying to put it all together. Yeah. Um. There's some sponsorship issues. There's some like branding issues. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be conflicts, right? Like we get it, but. Anyway, I, if it can be worked out, it would be great. Obviously, I don't know why people are thinking that it can happen next year. NASCAR schedule is already announced for next year. That won't happen, but possibly 2021. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Got some interesting IndyCar schedule things to work out first. Yeah, it's going to be tough, but hey, we gotta. I think we got to look into it. All right, let's move on to your questions. We've yeah. had all the major topics. Uh, I just lost my questions. There they are. We'll start with uh, Twitter questions from uh, Dale Dale. Dale Peary at Dale Peary. Go ahead and read it if you yeah. Was it difficult to change to a different steering wheel for the Carlin car, and does video gaming help? Um, so the Carlin steering wheel is the Cosworth steering wheel that they give you with the dash, right? So the teams are allowed to build their own steering wheels around that Cosworth dash. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think Schmidt are the only ones that also run the Cosworth wheel. Okay. Um I think, and 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 maybe like Junkos or something like that, like the smaller teams could, that can't really afford to build thirty thousand dollars carbon wheels. Um, but Carl, so I I don't I didn't I wasn't sure if I was gonna like it, but like I don't really have a choice. No, you just got to adapt. <laughs> you just got to do it. But yes, their dash was was very differently set up to the uh, to the Andretti dash hmm. um, because you know there's just less resource and they have less experience. So like if Cosworth tells them, here you go. You know, they don't have a team of people running diagnostics on what else they can do differently. You know okay. what I mean? Like, there are way more tips and tricks that you can probably do. In terms of, like, what? Efficiency or, like, more? Well, like, if, like, on the Andretti wheel, like, if I'm, if I hit the pit speed limiter, it almost seems like the graphics were a little bit better on the Andretti steering wheel. I don't know why. Again, okay. probably not a hey, real thing. Gamer, you know. But, like, you press the pit speed limiter and it's counting down the speed in real time to, like, you're, like, eight, like, it's counting down the speed in really good real time. Yeah. Um, to like then it then it glows a different color when you're below 60 and then you can get right there so it's like there was a lot going on there and again that probably took a long time to develop and and carlin did not have that but you know you can still make it work obviously but it's just it's a very different system the all the buttons were different steering buttons all the the radio the 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 neutral button the the clutch i mean everything was different on it so yes very different for me but again all you got to know how to do when you're going racing is where the clutch is, where the gear shifts are, and, and just and, and where the radio button is. Essentially, um, the rest you can figure out. So, well, I was say, are you like? Is that like? Do you take the steering with you with you back to the hotel and are staring? Yeah, at I mean, it, I was looking at it for a long time, trying to figure out. All right, you, you you mentally run through it in your head. You're like, all right, this is the neutral button. You got to press it. You got you got to get get used to it really quickly. Yeah. Um, no practice Thursday. Or essentially, no practice. No Thursday. practice Thursday. Yeah. So. You know, there was a couple things that I tried to help him, you know, develop a little bit, but, um, but yeah, I think, uh, it, it was very different and I needed definitely some wheel grips, obviously, because the, the race got really physical and the way that that wheel was set up, there was no grips. It was essentially just gripping like, uh, 
tennis tape or t- that tennis racket wrap. Yeah. Um, and it was fine for short runs, but it, during the race it got it got a lot harder. So um, it is it is difficult to change wheels because every team does it a little bit differently. But again, that's just part of me being a substitute now i've figured out every single different wheel and <laughs> i know where all the buttons are in diff- 10 different formations I was wondering <laughs> is this the same steering wheel that that fernando alonso didn't have at texas yeah yeah probably sorry it was texas and steering wheels and carlin that's couldn't, tough couldn't help yeah. it couldn't steering help steering wheel it. joke that was good, good sorry good uh good question dale moving on to jordan brock at jb10 kind of if you could pick another oval to be added to the schedule which one and why richmond richmond well, you might be in luck yeah, I think Richmond is awesome. Uh, we go Richmond, we go Las Vegas again. Yeah. I know it's very controversial, but Vegas is the same thing as Texas, so let's do that. Um, great venue for sponsors yeah. as well. Um, and yeah, I, I think Vegas and and Richmond why, for sure. Why Richmond? Because I think it was an awesome track, and I think we need more of that. Iowa right now is like our only high bank short oval, and I don't like Iowa at all, so... I, I don't know. Maybe Richmond could be different, and I think that 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 region could use us again. Maybe that like that area. Yeah, we don't. You know what I mean, none of us there. Well, like I said, I mean, and I, I guess I wrote a story over the weekend. It looks like Pocono is going to be. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah, Pocono is a tough one to really sell. I talk, it, it Hinch, is. I was talking to Hinch yesterday, and, and it had nothing to do with 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 Robbie. He just said it's just like I just want to race the best tracks that we can. And yeah, Pocono might not be on that list. Yeah, I I I don't mind Pocono honestly. I think it's a I think it's a it's kind of a wild track. It's very difficult because of the three different corners. But yeah, you know, I, yeah, whatever happens happens. You know, if it's yeah. off the schedule, I'm not necessarily going to be super upset about I, it. But I, I if it's people, on the schedule, I'm okay with it. I think that's how most people feel. And Richmond is the one that you know IndyCar's acknowledged they're talking to. It's one of those. And again, being being out east is good because that's like. But other than what St. Pete, am I? Is there anything else out east? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Barber, I guess. Is yeah. East, but I mean, there's not much over there, so it's not a bad idea to try to spread it out. And especially if you lose Pocono, uh, that would not be a bad idea. So, okay. Uh, Ron Thompson at Ron Thompson one asked me if I can ask you, which yes. you know, there you go, uh, about intellectual property and how that works. How did you? How he had to get permission from Andretti Autosports. So I was wondering what he's allowed to say and can even be policed. What do you think? You know, that's a great question. I think it's yeah. it's about respect, right? You got to, like, Andretti knows that I know what I was running on my car. Right. Um, and they know, you know, a certain amount. And I, I obviously, uh, I had to call Honda as well before. Yeah. Uh, before the news was announced because I was like, hey, guys, just wanted to be honest with you. You know, going to be driving for another manufacturer. Um, and I think they respected that a lot. Uh, I had, like, three different people come up to me and say, hey, thanks for letting us know, uh, which I think is important. Um, but... I mean, it, it, it's not like, you know, yes, teams do things very differently, but even if I took over my exact Andretti setup to the Carlin car, it wouldn't work Yeah, because it, it's about how you develop. It's about how you, uh, you know, how you run the cars, how you body fit the cars, how you develop the dampers. I mean, Carlin doesn't even have the same manufacturer damper that Andretti would have, you know what I mean? And um, you can't expect something like that to work. So there's a general direction that you can go. And I think, you know, what I was doing is I was like, Hey guys, this is how I think the car should feel. And I I think this could be a direction that we can go if you want to find, you know, if we want to find some pace. So, so I think that, that was what was helpful. And I obviously don't want to be 
you know, Andretti, it, they were very kind to let me do that. Um, you know, they could have easily claimed me and, you know, made me not race and say, hey, you know, that's, that is what it is. But Michael knows that I'm a racer. And, and I think, honestly, it went way better than, than Michael had even expected or, or, or me, I think, because I was like, hey. You mean May? No, uh, Texas. Texas, Because okay. they were like, you know, hey, be careful. It could be dangerous. It could be tough. Obviously, that car didn't make the 500 and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I, I know it could be tough, but we could have a day like we had and, and it goes really well and that goes way better than people expect. And, and, and that's, you know, that's what we were aiming for. And maybe it raises your stock even a little bit more to where Andretti's like, okay, well, maybe we should, maybe we do need to have this guy in our car. I don't know. So, well, did you hear from those guys? I mean, I know you got heard from no, everybody at Carlin. No one talked to me at all. So I clearly didn't care, but, <laughs> but that's fine. Um, well, but yeah, you just, you just gotta be respectful. And I told the Carlin guys, I was like, Hey, you know, I gotta be respectful. And honestly, they, they did not expect me to come in and they dump all just, the seven. I mean, they're like, Hey, no, we get that. We're, we're, we're here because we want your feel for things. We want to, we want to, you know, we know that you're not going to, you know, throw it into the wall that we know that you're, you know, going to do the job. Right. And that's what we did. And, and, and that's, and you know, we helped them lead a certain way technically to where I hope that, you know, that we can work on again but um but yeah it's it's all about just mutual respect and i think if if you go in there word spreads that you know you're 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 a faithful person and that you're you know you're respectful and then, then that helps yeah so there was no i don't know michael or rob or edwards or any, nobody at andretti at the, at the end came up and said like there was no like exit interview anyone, that no. said no but that would be like did you tell them anything was anybody asking no, you during the weekend no, no, no one no. was quizzing you on what you asked no i i saw i saw jeremy uh yeah. J- jeremy millis and i was walking up to him i was like man it's a little bit different than our car he's like well don't don't tell them our secrets. I'm like, all right. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, like I said, no, it's like, I, mean, it's, I like these questions so far. It's some good ones. Yeah. Uh, Corey B. Mason has a different kind of question for you. Yes. With the frustration building at AG, AJ Foyt Racing, and tagged in this, by the way, yep. chances they wise up and re-sign uh, Connor Daly. It only makes sense. Hashtag hire Connor Daly. I do. There's an actual question I want to ask you there, but you go first and react to this. You know, I, I just saw an article today, too, about how they want to restructure the team for 2020, and I think it is that that time of year where that article is written every year, you know, Foyt's going to reschedule the team in, in 2017, it was, well, we better fire both the drivers because it's their fault. You know what I mean? And, and I, I don't think that's the case. And is it, is it any one person's fault? No, they got good people over Scott Harner over there. And, and I mean, Scott's obviously really a smart guy and, and, and George, are you kidding me? George, who used to be at Andretti. I mean, they've got now got people who used to work at Andretti and Ganassi and, you know, there's a lot of smart people over there. I I don't know what the problem is. Really, I, I really don't know anymore. I, I I certainly I don't think you can blame. I mean, the drivers anymore. I, I don't think. Um, and and I'm glad that they aren't right. Like they can't blame Tony Kanaan. I mean, Tony Kanaan's champion, an Indy 500 champion. Um, but I do think Tony Kanaan needs a more supportive teammate, and I don't think Mateus is going to be that guy. Well, it's a lot I don't to ask think a young guy like that too. It is, yeah. I mean, again, I don't know Mateus very well. I am obviously super bitter because that really sort of ruined my life at the time. Um, but that doesn't matter. It's racing, right? right. Every, everyone's had that story. Um, well, that no, was like it's not like it's Mateus's fault. I it, mean, it's, it's not Mateus's fault necessarily. But, like, but it, but it's just I, I don't think I, I think the 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 proof is right there. Like they have not figured it out and, it, and it's not gonna change like because i don't think there's enough it's so important to be technically savvy like from the driver's perspective they, they have you know they have good engineers there i think but like you got to be able to lead it a certain direction people are hiring me now because i think i can do the job technically to like figure something out yeah. at least to a certain point right, right? within within resources 
Um, but yeah, that that's an interesting question. I obviously hope for the sake of ABC Supply they yeah. sort something out because I, I think that's a great sponsor. Uh, they were they were nothing but nice to me. Um, and and yeah, it, it, I, I would love to see AJ Foot Racing be competitive again. I, I really do. I think it's great for racing, but it's not going to be with me. And it's not. And I and I don't know when it's going to happen. I, I, I not a chance they would even look at me ever again. Well, what? Okay. But why? I don't think I would want to go there. Oh, that was my second. It's question toxic was right now. It's toxic. And until someone turns it around, like until you know, until they figure it out, or or they at least you know. I don't know what it's going to take, honestly. I really don't know what it's going to take because they've got good people there from the management side. I think with Scott and George, um, but uh, but yeah, just you know, it, it, we'll have to see. I, 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 there's a lot of great people there. The mechanics. I mean, some of the guys that I've known since I was a kid, great mechanics, great people there. Um, and obviously, I like Tony a lot. Yeah. Um, and I and he, the poor guy, he's he's really frustrated as well because he wants to do well. I mean, there's you know, you want to do well for AJ. Um, but it is a bit of a sad sight to see, for sure. Well, it's just a continuous cycle. I mean, it's, it's been years and years now since we've seen yep. them even near competitive, like in terms of consistently competitive. Yeah. And it's, again, like you said, it's like, okay, you're hitting the reset button. You've done that, what, three times now? Yeah. In the last three, like four yeah. years. Like, this is the first year they've come back with the same drivers. Yep. Right? Yep. Because you and, you and Carlos got axed, in axed. The same, after one year. Yep. Jack got uh, Hawksworth axed. axed after what? Well, a year he and got and a half two or two years. years. Yeah. yeah, he got two years, but, which but I was not given. Did huh. yeah? I don't remember when t- what yeah. happened with Takuma. I don't know if he just left. Well, Takuma just <laughs> wanted to put it, bring his money elsewhere. Okay, and actually win something. I mean, well, he's, that was probably well, he right. won with Foyt, but you know, yeah, no, and he made the right call probably winning a five hundred yeah. with Andretti. Um, yeah. No, I mean I was going to ask though. That's but that, again, you know what's really interesting about when when they did win a race, right? Yeah. They had like they had Takuma. Takuma's a very technical guy, very technical guy, Smart. and and he knows what he wants out of a car. And he had an engineer there. Um, what was his name? Uh, their their former engineer. I, I totally forget. Uh, I, if you said it, I would know it. But really good guy. Okay. Um, and they worked so well together. And 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 that and that's what happens. And that's why Takuma again benefits from from Ray Hall because they have so many good engineers there. And he's a very technical guy. Even Graham will say that to you. Um, that Takuma is very technical. And and I I, I think uh, you know that's what I was trying to be. But it, what but I didn't get five years with the team well, like Takuma did. You know what I mean? So they, I, they, I got one year. If they came back to you at the end of this year and said, Connor, we're sorry. Uh, didn't go the way <laughs> the way we had hoped. We know we realized that we probably need a driver in here. And again, this is not an insult on Tony, but we need a driver no. in here that can help develop a car a little bit. Better. I would like to be teamed with Tony. That's that. I think Tony and I would work well together. I do think. That. So you would you would consider because you've said in the past that like you 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 want your next indie car opportunity to be with a team that has a, you know like an Andretti. Yeah, yeah. So is that something that you'd ever consider? Honestly, I don't even think it's a situation that would happen. So okay. I, I won't need to consider it. <laughs> I just that's just too far fetched. I mean, I think they're probably going to still remain committed um, unless one of their drivers leaves. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure Mateus. Honestly, if I was him and his management, and he had some money, I'm sure if he's got that money support still, he could probably put that elsewhere and say become the next Ed Jones, right? Like yeah. take over the road courses for the twenty car because you know they need money at the twenty car, and Ed Jones isn't doing it. Um, but you know, maybe I don't know. We'll see. Do Who you, knows? Is there I, is there 
I mean, again, this is not even like outside of yourself. Just saying, yeah. is, is there a driver out there that you would be like, that's, that's a free agent right now that you could be like, man, that guy could really help this team? I don't think so. Really? No, because <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, it would have to be a young driver because there's no one, I, there's no one that's floating around that's had IndyCar experience. I don't think. I mean, that's a real to get into a Foyt. That's a really tough position okay. to get into. You got to be really confident in what you can do, and like, and I, and they're going to have to have money. So I don't know. It's going to be a hor- It's going to be a t- it's a really tough place for a rookie. Okay. Yeah. What did it mean? I'm Mateus. I it's just, just going to be place really to tough. Yeah, it, it's hard to say. Well, I just didn't know if there was a veteran that you thought could come back in and help develop a car a little bit. I don't know if there's anybody else. Like I said, if those guys are readily available. I don't know. I mean, I don't even. If you ask Servia to get in there, I don't. I don't even know if he would want to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But Servia, I don't know if he's that guy, right? I don't. I don't. I don't know. Okay. It's interesting. Well, Voigt's going to be interesting yep. going forward. All right, Mark B. At 70s Rock Bass, the frequent question asker, thank you very much. What changes did you make to the car during the race? I think we went over that. Looks like it kept getting better and better. What feedback would you give Firestone on the tires of Texas? And then optional question, because I know the answer, how good does it feel to beat <laughs> Foyt cars? Uh, I was good. Good on the beating them again. Um, <laughs> that's two for two, right? You've beaten Well, them. no, Tony beat me. At oh, Tony finished ninth. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, that's my fault. Um, but uh, honestly, during the race, we just we took a bit of front wing out after the first stop. And after that, it was just tire pressures and me working on the tools. We didn't really do a lot because um, it was just sort of me getting used to the car. Um, but we were getting better and better. Um, I was able to get a, get used to the feel. Firestone, I think, did a, did a fine job. Uh, there was a little bit of blistering on, like, two of our sets of tires, but it wasn't that bad. Okay. Um, and obviously, they went the distance because there were people making three stops. So I think they did a good job. Uh, speaking of tires and your race, real quick, I think you did mention that you were you maybe regretted pitting that last time for the tires yeah well, just i think tell so. people about we, that strategy a little we, bit we well if if we pitted we were going to lose like one spot at the time okay uh but we lost the the two spots i think to will and marco um and it was just basically about getting this the spot in line for the restart but we pitted because we thought we needed the tires because we talked about it at the beginning of the race it's like hey if we have a chance to pit for tires let's do it because you know tires are powerful yep but you know what? We lost it, and that's okay. I mean, I think it, I think it's fine. It was it was better to have fuel run full rich and have tires to the end than to just continue to run. But you know, would you do it differently? Yeah, I probably would have. I okay. probably would have. All right. Next question is from our own uh, Dana Benbo, a reporter here at Indiana yeah. Star. She wants to ask. She wanted to ask you about being a super celebrity single back in the day, and then she provided a link to the story. Yes. And, Did you uh, remember that? Did you ever see that? No. <laughs> I was going to ask you, I was going to read some of you. No, do let's you, not read do it. Remember? I don't remember it. <laughs> Come yeah. on, I got it up. No, this is 2013. Yeah, you were single. This was six years ago. The one girl, Anne, she's married, the other one. And Tamika, obviously, I think, is Tamika married now? I think, I think so. She's, yeah, I think she's married too. I am still single. <laughs> you are still no, single. That is, that is quite funny. What, did you, what, do you remember? What, did you read the story or no? Oh, yeah. yeah. Did, I mean, that was big at the time. No, you, I remember it from back then. Do you remember what you said the best part of being single was? Uh, the freedom. Yes, you yeah, did. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's still the same thing. I still like that. I still like the freedom and being single. All right, worst part of being single. Just want to see if your answers match oh, up six uh, years later. Well, yeah, because I read the story this morning. Oh, you did? Yeah, you, yeah, I thought yeah, you said yeah, you didn't I, read yeah, it. I read it again, oh. but I was like, I remember exactly what I said, but what? I don't really care to talk about it. So. <laughs> you don't let's, like being, let's you don't like on. you don't like being a single man. No, I think it's great. Okay. <laughs> But I, I think it's still tremendous. But I think it's a very funny article. I think people should go back and read it because it's fun, and then send yeah, us, send well, us, can send us questions next week about Connor's single life. Yeah, I don't think we have a lot of. Yeah, I think 
be curious to see what our demo is on our on our podcast listeners. Not, not as many blonde women as you're hoping, because I think that's, that's again on your story. Not as we, many. <laughs> not as many. All right, I'll move on since you're clearly yeah uh, yeah. I'm sorry. We'll go. We'll move on from that. <laughs> Karmic fast. I get well. Wickens just says, "How do I get counter VIP tickets?" I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Okay. Honestly, I thought maybe but you know, you know what, what? Some sort of secret. Sign code. up on the internet. Give me six million dollars. You'll have all the VIP tickets. There's a petition. There's a petition. Someone started. Yeah, sign a maybe, petition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you get you get counter VIP tickets if anything comes of that. Uh, all right. Last question. Doug Knopp at DAKNLS 2006. Yes. But seriously, what's your schedule look like for the rest of the season? IndyCar, IMSA, NASCAR, etc. Might I suggest some lower level races just for fun at Oswego Speedway or Williams Grove come to mind? Don't know what that is, but uh, if someone's paying for it, yeah, maybe I'll do it. <laughs> Again, I can't pay for it. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's, I think it's the last thing everybody wants to know. I touched on it. Uh, I think we touched on it briefly, but, you know, what's what's the future look like at Carlin? What, what can you tell us about Andretti? Anything you can say about in terms of the future here? You know, there's really nothing yet that I can say because I, I just don't know. Um, I think, are, are we working on things? Absolutely. There's, there's stuff in the works to do another race with Andretti. Um, I'd like to be able to, you know, commit to saying that I am doing something, but we don't know yet. Um, you know, Carlin, the situation is evolving. Um, you know, we obviously don't know what, what they want to do, uh, but it's, it's an interesting outlook, right? There's potentially, you know, Iowa gateway and Pocono. Yep. I've got certain things that are going on at both Iowa and gateway. Could I get out of one of them? Yes. Could I get out of two of them? It'll be tough. The Lamborghini thing is going to be, yeah, tough. I, I, I just, that's, that's really hard. I mean, I committed to those guys and my heart is absolutely an IndyCar, but I've given these guys, you know, my, you know, I obviously signed a contract with them, but, but there's two drivers in that car. And like, maybe if someone else stepped into my seat for one weekend, like Brandon, my teammate could still be fighting for the championship. Would I don't he, know. Would he be okay with it? The team be okay I, with I don't, it? I don't, you, I don't know how it works. Have you so, even broached the topic with them? No, I haven't. And honestly, you know, I, I, I don't, I, right now I have to be committed to the Lamborghini thing cause I am. And, uh, and obviously we don't know what's going to happen with IndyCar. Um, so, so we'll see. Uh, but, but yeah, trying to do things, trying to go dirt racing as well again midget racing yeah um but i don't know when that's going to happen either but uh you know the 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 thing is indycar imsa nascar i would do any of that right like i would absolutely do any of that but we're in the middle of the season so unless there's something people get injured or something like that nothing's going to come up you know without me buying it um nascar you know i've i've talked i reached out to that colleague racing team I i try to like there was a little bit of talk between you know, trying to do something there, but, um, but the, the scheduling is tough because when I'm not, when there's not an IndyCar race, there's a Lamborghini race. So it's really hard to fit in like weekends now that, that are not, uh, you know, not taken. Right. But I would absolutely do any of that. But the problem is people aren't, people aren't handing out seats to anything. Like that's just, that just doesn't happen anymore. Like there's no one that's like, you know, putting out a flyer on a tree that's right. like, "Hey, we need a driver for our NASCAR Xfinity." Yeah, car. and here's you know twenty I mean? grand or and take here, to do yeah, it. yeah, exactly. So that that's tough. Okay, I mean, and the other thing I guess people are going to want to know is, you, you you know, you you mentioned Carlin in terms of um, those ovals. Um, they obviously are having some funding issues for Patricio Award yeah. going forward in the road to street courses. Um, has that even come up? Have you guys even mentioned like that's a possibility? road courses? Yeah, no, because I I don't think. 
Because the road courses, I mean, they're going to need funding for, right? The only races that I could possibly fit in are in the Gallagher car because that car is it's obviously funded. taken care of. Okay. And, and they know that I don't have any money to bring. And obviously, I don't <laughs> yeah, I just I just don't have it. So so yes, that that's the reason why I probably will not be in any road course races. Okay. However, if they wanted me to be in one, I would totally do it. Just out of yeah, okay. 100%. Well, well, you know, last year like with uh Harding. Yeah. That was a different situation. I mean, you were able to It I, was different. Well, you yeah. brought you brought a little uh, Didn't you have personal oh, yeah, sponsors? I, fa- you I found like two sponsors. Yeah, it was like too small, but but honestly, after that, they were like, oh, "We're just we're gonna keep you in this for whatever we can do." So okay, you know, yeah, found sponsors for one race, which which they needed. Um, the Toronto, there was Toronto and Mid Ohio, Mid Ohio, yeah. But uh, well, I didn't know if that was something like, yeah, I don't. But know. I'm not gonna find that again. Okay, no, okay. No. So that, that was a one time type thing that we thought it was a big opportunity, and it was, and then it wasn't. <laughs> so all right, it is what it is. Well, we'll keep up. Obviously, there's just, you're gonna have yeah. I, your name's gonna be out there a lot i believe there's up. a couple more twitter questions that have come in oh hit it if you got them yes because while we've been recording what's the best place to eat at the austin airport <laughs> <laughs> uh margo cook that's a, uh, that's a great one um you know what would you have i totally forget i had a a taco i had a, a, a taco one of the little taco trucks in the airport i had one of those like bean and non-meat tacos so that was great okay what else you got? Uh, Ozzy Nolan, as a as a Connor fan for the past five years or so, and have traveled over from Dublin for three of the last five hundreds. I worry that oval racing is oval racing is exceptionally dangerous as opposed to normal circuits. What is Connor's view? Only hope Connor can secure a full time drive. Austin, um, ovals are not dangerous. I mean, well, they are. They are, but yeah, they are. But I I don't think about that, so I I don't I don't know. I mean, I the Indy five hundred. I mean, it's great racing. I love the oval racing. I think it's awesome. I think it's part of what makes IndyCar unique. So we cannot get rid of it. We cannot go away from it. In fact, we need to embrace it, I think, a little bit more. Um, you know, maybe not like split the schedule half and half, but like, you know, if, yeah. if we're going to lose Pocono, let's gain something. You know what I mean? Like if we lose Phoenix, like we hope to gain something, right? Yeah, you gain Coda. You gain Coda, yeah, but like we need an oval as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so, that got replaced. We're down from six to five. And Ed Carpenter wants an oval, I'm sure. Ed Carpenter very more. much, very much wants an oval. Yeah, so. He would like a split schedule if you Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Garrison Burden. Yeah, If you're running an amazing race, would you develop a detour for those contestants to perform a three-second pit stop refueling is excluded on an indie car the pit stop must be completed under the three second window what you think That'd three seconds impossible i mean all four tires or one tire like that's impossible to do those formula three, one, all four formula tires one guys maybe do it in three seconds yeah. yeah formula one guys do it but they do it with 30 people well, that's what i was so. gonna say i don't think this is reasonable yeah especially for somebody yeah, that doesn't know how to do it i don't think it's reasonable sadly but you know what We'll see. Okay. If, if we had an amazing race detour, I would agree that a racing pit stop would be very fun to do, and I would love to see people try it. Okay. And then he also asked, uh, how many how many tracks would you add to the current schedule, 17 scheduled tours? I would 20 races. 20 races is what IndyCar needs, 100%. But they, and I'll, I mean, I'll just say now, they Mark doesn't want to add any more American races. He wants well, to Well, 20 he, races including like Australia, Australia. Yeah. China, China yeah. Japan, Dubai, yeah. I, I don't care. Anywhere. Let's Mexico. go cool places yeah. in Mexico. Let's go. Okay. 20 races. There you go. How difficult was it to achieve the fuel mileage to make a three-stop strategy work for Texas? Very difficult. This is Jeff Sierzynski, by the way. You got your Very difficult, in. yes. Um, yeah. I, 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 I could not make a fuel number uh, to save my life A lot of guys end. struggled. Seriously. Um, and we, we actually made really good mileage at one point. But still, to make it to the end, it was going to be really tough. So we needed that yellow. 
and we even still came in and filled up with fuel and, and got tires. So it was very tough. It was very, very tough. And obviously Ryan, you know, Ryan could have won that race, but he had a pretty strong car at the end. They yeah. just had trouble getting around. Yeah. That was interesting. So they, that was, yeah. One of the toughest parts is making fuel on an oval. It's just, it's just really hard. That four stop. I, yeah. He was on a four stopper and it didn't look like that was going to pan out, but it yeah. did for Joseph. So, um, exactly. um, yeah, that's just kind of the way Joseph season's been going this, this year. Um, so yeah, there you go. Those are all the that questions. Anything I think. Else? No, I don't think so. I appreciate you reaching out for the rest of them, though. Yeah, I got them. We got them. All right. Well, <clears throat> this is uh, yeah. I think we covered about as much ground as we're going to cover this week. We'll probably take next week off since we got nothing else to talk about. We previewed on yeah. America, so it's a week off. So. Yeah. So everybody enjoy that. You can listen to the, you know what? Download this and listen to it again next week. That'll be a yeah. good idea. And then uh, get in something that you didn't know. You know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you missed something. And then start yeah start sending us questions if you got them for next week. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. This has been IndyCar Weekly. We'll see you again after Road America.